This evening, I want you to be seated a moment. Let me take time to appreciate those who are joining us online today. For some reason, you're not able to be here. But today is not a normal Wednesday service. It's not an interactive Bible study. Today is our Warfare Wednesday. It's an appointment that we have with God. A lot of people have said life na battle. A lot of people have said life na war. How many of you have heard that before? Life na battle, life na war. As a matter of fact, as you finish one, the other one has started. So there is a day you should set aside for warfare. Because whether you like it or not, first of all, there are some things you have to be aggressive to possess. Hello. I said hello. There are some things you have to be aggressive before you get it. Correct. And there are some things you have to repel the aggression of the enemy that he wants to possess from you. Can I get a witness? Listen, this gentle thing is not for all the time. Today is a day of warfare. And we are going to fight and we're going to win. We're going to possess our possessions in Jesus' name. So help me appreciate our online viewers. God bless you for joining us today. Wherever you are, get ready to open up the valves of your, of your voice box to speak to the Lord concerning the very necessary battles that either the enemy has brought to us or we want to go into the enemy's camp and take back what belongs to us. Praise God. I said praise God. To this end, I have been publishing on all our social media uh, platforms things to prepare our mind. The theme for this Warfare Wednesday is open my eyes so I can see what you show me. If I were to ask someone today, say, what has God showed you? You know, a lot of Christians don't talk like that anymore, that I see something. And I'm going after something. Generally, what people see is what social media is showing them. I believe that in Jeremiah 1, I think verse 11, the prophet Jeremiah says, and the spirit of the Lord came to me and asked me, said, Jeremiah, what can you see? Prophet or no prophet? For the spirit of the Lord to ask a prophet, what can you see? Meaning that there are seasons where people don't see anymore. I, I just don't want to cause some trouble today because I will have asked you, I said, what can you see? Can you give me that scripture? Jeremiah 1 and verse 11, I believe. It says, what can you see? What can you see of your future? Not what do you wish. Not what do you want. Not what everybody is doing. What can you see? Okay, moreover, read with me. The word of the Lord, come on now. The, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, Femi Paul, saying, what can you see? Stop there. That will be a very troublesome question to a lot of us because we cannot see anything. But the prophet said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Now, for anybody hearing this conversation, say, what does that mean? You see, if you don't see what God is showing you, your conversation will not make sense to Jehovah. It says, I see an almond tree. Give us the next verse, verse 12. Verse 12. 
Okay, I'll read from here. Can you help me keep them on their alert? We're here for warfare. Then the Lord said to me, read with me. Come on now. And then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. Help me look at your neighbor and say, what can you see? Hmm. He said what he saw because what he saw was what the Lord was showing him. And the Lord says, I am ready to perform my word. May our eyes be open. I remember some time ago, we had some difficulty in my family. And that area of difficulty I prayed about and I saw clearly with specification. And I said, this is what I see. And that happened exactly and has happened twice. I'm talking in the, in the specifics. In the face of everything saying it is not possible. I said, this is what I see. And these are the details. And today, they're still here. You see, when we pray, it's good for us to pray. But we have left our eyes behind. Not the eyes that you see. The eyes of our understanding. Is it not true then that the Lord being the friend of Abraham after Lot left, the Bible says, the Lord asked him, what can you see? It says, as far as you see, I will give to you. So having eyes, the Bible says, some don't see. May that not be who we are in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They just don't see. And the thing is that, like Pastor Emi was saying, what we see with our natural eyes is so attractive and becomes a distraction that our eyes of understanding are completely dormant. The world is teaching us to see what they're doing and whatever we see them doing, we should chase after it. But meanwhile, the most important eyes are not the ones you can see. It's the inner eyes. What can you see of your future? You know, when you say some things that you can see, even a child, and that thing comes to pass, you know what happens? People know you are a child of God. The season has come. When we will attract people to God, not just by preaching the gospel, when we say what we see and it comes to pass against all the odds, people will line up. And people will generally leave you alone because they know you belong to the Lord. Can you say amen to that? Yes. Now, let me show you a few things. I have a slide up there, 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 12. The Message Bible. It's about seeing things clearly. The slide about seeing things clearly. Okay. First Corinthians 13 and verse 12a. Pay attention. The message Bible says, We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist. And that's supposed to be like that only for a short time. Because we're supposed to see. 
And that's what the word of the Lord came to the church in the revelation. It says, you say you're good. You say you can see. God says you are blind. He said, ask of me for eyesight that I may anoint your eyes so that you can see. Can I tell you something? In fact, I will show it to you in the Bible. We don't yet see things clearly, but we're here today. Because our future depends on what we can see as well. The Lord will open our eyes and our understanding in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give me that slide that you just brought. It's a quotation from a lady called Sil Olivia Thiel Thurlby. Olivia Thurlby, read with me. It says, life is a constant journey of trying to open your eyes. I am just beginning my journey and my eyes are not fully open yet. This was quite an achiever when she said this. A lot of people don't know that life is a constant journey of trying to have your eyes open. The people that can see build things that we buy. The people that cannot see line up to buy what other people saw and they built. May we not just be buying, may people be coming to buy what we too saw and we built. What kind of amen is that? As long as you're always buying what people build, you will always be poor. You better see something and you build and the whole world lines up to buy from you. Will somebody say, Lord, open my eyes? Said life is a constant journey of trying to open your eyes. You see, how you could see when you were in university was good. Now that you're out of university, you have to see at another level. Hello. I said hello. So what you used to see is good for that time. This is another season. May we not walk blindfolded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to show you how this works. Come with me to Second Kings chapter 6 verse 14 to 20. I'm going to be reading from the Living Bible and we're going to launch out into prayer. And those of you online, don't let anyone distract you because otherwise you will continue seeing nonsense that cannot shape your future. You will continue to see with only your physical eyes. Meanwhile, the eyes of understanding that really matters has gone comatose. May the Lord deliver all of us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to show you how this works. So one night, the king of Syria sent a great army with many chariots and horses to surround the city and when the prophet Elisha, uh, when the prophet's servant got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops horses and chariots everywhere alas my master what shall we do now he cried to Elisha what he saw what was, was what anybody else will see and it's never enough, let's read on verse 16 and the man of God, Elisha, said, Don't be afraid, for our army is bigger than theirs. Then Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes and let him see what I can see and what I know. And the Lord opened the young man's eyes so that he could see now the horses of fire and chariots of fire. Somebody help me. Everywhere. You think you're poor, but your money is everywhere. The man, the servant felt they had nothing. Somebody here, you are not poor. May the Lord open your eyes. Everywhere. Upon the mountain. The moment 
The man who was afraid, seen with his ordinary eyes, was now enabled by a prayer, and that's the kind of prayer we want to pray. Now, I'm not going to pray for you. You are going to pray for yourself, so you stop being afraid. The moment he could see, there were more soldiers on his side and these soldiers were not flesh and blood they were made of fire and they had chariots of fire as well what do you think happened to his countenance his countenance will be lifted up from fear courage will take place it takes courage to really win in life and so anything that puts you in the place of fear you have already lost 50% of the battle Verse 18 says, as the Syrian army advanced upon them, because they advanced because they're stupid, because they could only see with the physical eye, they could not see with the spiritual eye. Otherwise, they would have gone back home. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So when some battles come to you, and they assess you by only what they can see about you, what is she? They should have just gone back home. Let me show you what happened. As the Syrian army, in their foolishness now, advanced upon them, Elijah prayed, Lord, please make them blind. And he did. That's another level of prayer. One day, I will lead you in the prayer to blind some forces. But today is to open our eyes. <laughs> If you're good, I'll do that. And he did. Then Elisha went out and told them, the people you are afraid of before, something happens to you when God opens your eyes, you can now approach them. That's for somebody. What you're afraid of should be afraid of you. Then Elisha went out and told them, you have the wrong way. This isn't the right city. Follow me and I will take you to the man whom you're looking for. Blind people cannot tell who is talking to them. And so he led them to Samaria. Samaria was the capital city of the king of Israel and Judah. He led them to the worst possible place of their nightmare. And as soon as they arrived, Elisha prayed, Lord, now open their eyes and let them see. And the Lord did again, and they discovered that they were in Samaria, the capital city of Israel, their enemy. Surrounded on every side. What do you think happened? Today, I'm talking about us praying about blindness being a strategy that can put you in a position you don't ever dreamt of. Not something you've never dreamt of. Blindness is proven here as an effective strategy to bring people into captivity. Captivity spiritually, captivity financially, captivity materially, captivity maritally. Once somebody can blind you, this was a powerful army. It can lead you and turn you to a slave. In the middle of Samaria, they had to sit down. What do you think the same people that were threatening when they came, you know what they were doing? They will be begging for mercy. Blindness can make a strong man become a beggar. We're going to pray today. Ah, 
And blindness can make your power and your gift irrelevant and useless. They had all their weapons of warfare. They had all their horses. They had all the things they could have used to win the war. But the moment they were made blinded and brought into the capital city and they announced the one surrounded, everything they had became useless. Somebody, you are not powerless. You may have been blinded and now you're surrounded. We're going to pray today. And the Lord is going to open our eyes because once, once your eyes are open, you can discover and then recover what you have lost. Will somebody say amen? My concern is greater percentage of blind people across the world end up begging. I want to feel you. What is the percentage of people that have eyes that beg? It's less than 1%. What is the percentage of blind people that beg in any part of the world? It has to be at least 50% or 40%. Once you're in a blind something, most of them end up begging one way or the other. The percentage of people that have eyes that beg is nothing like the people who are blinded. Let me tell you, blindness can cause you to become a beggar. The chances are very high. So I want you to stand to your feet. If blindness is a strategy that is effective in bringing people into captivity, you've got to start praying. Say, Lord, if in any way I have been blinded and now I am spiritually in captivity or uh, financial captivity because I did not see well or materially in captivity or maritally in captivity, Father, Deliver me in the name of the Lord Jesus. Open my eyes. Open my understanding. Like the Syrian army, I may be in the wrong place now. I'm begging for mercy. I'm begging for food because blind people generally have to beg. Father, open my eyes of understanding. Deliver me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Warfare Wednesday. Listen, no matter how strong your blindness can make irrelevant your gifting or your ability, like the Syrian army, useless now, you need help when you could have been helping others. I want you to pray. So Lord, in any way that through blindness, Pray for your family as well that we have been brought into captivity. Lord, open my eyes. Like the Syrian army, not when it is too late. When not my situation is too bad. Not when it is irredeemable. Now is the time I need you, oh God, to open my eyes. A whole army was rendered useless just by blindness. Pray, pray. Say that strategy of blindness that can make a life useless, can, can make a nation useless. Father, deliver me so that I can see a way out even if I am there. Deliver me today, oh God. What got me there will not get me out. If blindness got me there, oh Lord, you have to open my eyes and my understanding so that I can escape this captivity. Pray about financial captivity. Pray about material captivity. Pray about emotional captivity. Lord, help me, oh God. Deliver me from this blindness that is an effective strategy to bring strong people, strong families, strong nations into captivity. This will not be continually my portion. 
Blindness can bring a people into a situation they are in captivity. Blindness makes your power irrelevant and useless. Once you are blinded, you don't even know which direction to shoot. You don't know who to grab. You don't even know who is talking to you. You don't even know who is leading you into captivity. Praise the Lord. In any way, whether I know it or not, whether I understand it or not, that I have been a victim of blindness, Lord, open my eyes. The eyes of my inner man to be opened. That the days are being held in captivity should come to an end in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is established that the greater percentage of blind people end up begging. Lord, it may be difficult. Let, don't let it continue like this so I don't end up begging. We need to pray. You say, Lord, any blindness that is bringing me to my knees financially that wants to bring me to the place of begging father don't let it last reverse it today reverse it for my family reverse it for myself in the name of the lord jesus christ i don't want to end up begging because that's where they usually end if you're already buried hey just pray say lord so that i don't start begging Can somebody help me with this fan? Praise God. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. This Syrian army, they were strong. They had courage before. They had a plan before. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, they just became useless. I want to pray. Say, Lord, anything that's going to make my gifting, my ability, my training, my power to become useless, if it is blindness, Father, please uproot it and burn it from my life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. With all their artillery, with all their armor, they were reduced to begging for their lives, begging for survival, begging for food. Lord, this will not be my portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. It is a blind man that is led to a place he doesn't even know where he's going. If life is pushing you and pulling you and you're lost control. If you're like the army, you're being taken and you have no voice. You have no say. It's a form of blindness. I want you to pray. Say, Lord, I ought to have charge of my life. I ought to be able to make my own decisions. Whatever is, shh, is hurting you in a direction that is completely out of your control is not supposed to be so. The blind man is subject to the one leading him. I want you to pray. Say, Lord, my life should not be in the hands of anybody. My life should be in my own hands. Lord, any way that I am being driven in a direction, because really, I may not know it, but I am blind. Lord, deliver me from blindness. Open my eyes that I may see what is available to me, what is possible 
possible in my life. Open my understanding that I stop being reliant totally on people that I cannot even trust. Lord, help me today. Grant me the opening of my eyes, even as a family, if our family is being herded in the wrong direction, we're totally out of control of things. Father, deliver my family from this blindness that makes us subject to other people that we don't even know what they're up to. Lord, do it today in the name of Jesus. I want you to say, Lord, do it for me in the name of the Lord Jesus. I want you to say, do it for us in the name of the Lord Jesus. That we gain control back of our lives. So it is in Jesus' name. Let me hear your amen. That amen sounds like amen for only yourself. A big amen for you and your family in Jesus' name. May we not end up strong like the Syrian army. We'll start strong and end up blind and begging for mercy. May that not be our portion in the name of the Lord Jesus. May blindness not make our gifting and our abilities become useless in our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to go to another slide that shows us another side of Psalm 119 verse 18. But this one is from the CEV. And that slide says, Open not my eyes, open my mind and let me discover. The word discover means that until you discover, you think you're fine, you only found out that you were not fine. You thought you were good, but when you discover how good you really are, that is a real discovery. Somebody lift up your hand and say, Lord, open my mind. Let me discover who I am. Let me discover what I have. Let me discover what is really available to me. Let me stop believing what I can see with only my eyes. When you, when you open my mind, I gain a revelation of who I am and what I have, what is available, who I'm supposed to be by now, what I'm supposed to have, and how that God is able to help me to accomplish it. Lord, open my mind. My mind will not be dull. My mind will not be blind. My mind will not be sick. My mind will not be asleep. My mind will not be in coma anymore. Open my mind and let me discover. A mind that is asleep is as good as having no mind. A mind that is in coma is as good as dead. Father, open not just my eyes, open my mind. It's in the place of the mind that you have understanding of what your eyes can see. Lord, open my eyes, but also open my mind that what I see, I can understand. What I see, I can comprehend. What I see, I can then apprehend. Father, open my mind. Let me too discover. The people you're serving is because they discovered. Pray, pray, pray. Say, Lord, open my mind and let me discover what God has in store for me, what God has planned out for me, what is available to me. Open my mind. Let me gain understanding, not just knowledge. Let my knowledge become understanding. Let my understanding now begin to manifest in wisdom so that I can apprehend what I begin to comprehend. Father, Open my mind. Open our minds so that we can discover. Yeah. 
what you discover means it was covered. You, until your mind is opened, you cannot uncover what the enemy has covered. In the process of uncovering what was covered is what is called discover. Father, help me to my, my eyes to be opened so that I can uncover what was already mine, what God has given me, what he has blessed me with, and as I uncover it, I discover that I'm not poor. I discover that I'm not alone. I discover that I'm not a loser. I discover that I'm not a victim. Father, open my mind and let me discover. We receive the opening of the mind that takes us from the place of just seeing to the place of now comprehending what we see. We understand what we see and we can mobilize what we see to change our life for better. We receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Say amen. Say amen and amen. But if you look up at, on the screen, you will understand that it is not just to discover what God has, has for you. You, can also, you also need to discover what the enemy has planned out for you. The prayer should be open my eyes also to see the plots, the snares, the schemes and the traps that have been set for me and my family. So that I don't step into them and suffer the calamities of Teams. Instead, I want to come out of whatever I'm going through. I want to come out a victor. I want to come out victorious. Can you say amen as I say in Jesus' mighty name? Let's go to God in prayer. Say, open my eyes to see the plot. The Syrian army did not see the plot of Elisha. Did not understand they were being led ah, into the hands of the king of Judah and Israel. They did not see. They did not understand. Praise the Lord. Open my eyes. Not just to see what God is doing. Help me to see the plots. The wicked plots. The Bible says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. But against wicked spirits in heavenly places. Demonic wicked spirits in heavenly places. Open my eyes to see the plots. To see the snares. Let them help me to see the schemes and the maneuvers going on and the traps they have set for me and my destiny. They have set for me and my well-being. They can set for me and the plans that I'm working on. They have set for my family. So even if I break through, my family will bring me down. Pray, pray, pray. So Lord, open my eyes to see the schemes, they see the snares and the traps set for me. Because if God does not open your eyes, you will step into that problem. You will move from being a victor to becoming a victim. The calamities behind that scheme will not be our portion. Instead, we must come out of these victorious to the glory of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, open our eyes to see what they're hiding from me. You better pray. You think everybody is your friend. The Bible says the enemies of a man are those of his own household. It is amongst your friends, your fellow workers. Listen, I'm telling you, there are agents of Satan all over the place. They have heard your prayer. They have seen your plans. And now a trap is being set. A snare is set in place. The schematic maneuvers. The Bible says the, 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 the wickedness of the wicked must fall on their own head. They must be caught in their own craftiness. The Lord, open my eyes. So that I don't fall for it. Jacob set up a scheme. 
He says, I'm going to possess, I'm going to possess the birthright of my brother. He set up a scheme. He worked it out the day he was really hungry. And the scheme worked. I want you to pray. Say, Lord, whilst, whilst they are planning it, open my eyes. Whilst they're setting it up, open my understanding. Open my mind to discover what they are planning, to discover the plans, to discover the schemes, to see through all the things they have packaged as a blessing, but it's a trap. Father, help me, O oh God, so that I don't suffer as I, as I step into the plan. I don't become the victim. I don't, my life does not become calamitous. Lord, in, let it not be my portion in the name of the Lord Jesus. Instead, open my mind to unravel what they have packaged for me so that instead of me becoming the victim they will see me become the victor lord open my eyes open my mind let me discover the plots let me discover the schemes and the snares and the traps before i become a victim lord Open my mind to unravel what is hidden. Pray, pray, say, Lord, I will not step into the plan. I will not step into the trap. My own will not scatter because I didn't know. Open my mind, open my understanding to see how this thing is set against me. Listen, the scheme looks good. It is a trap. It is sugar-coated, but Lord, it will not be my portion. It will not work. It will not work. It will not work. Open my mind to discover what has been covered. The trap that has been covered. Nobody sets a trap and tell you it's a trap. The trap that has been covered, help me to discover it. Open my mind to be able to see it for what it is. To see them for who they are. To see what they're hiding in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Open my mind. And so shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That the Lord will open our mind to be able to unravel all the plots and the schemes and the shenanigans and the traps set for us by the enemies of our destiny. For, for people that are envious of what God is doing in our lives. We will not become victims because we are more than conquerors. We will be victorious over them in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says, he that holds a stone or sets a trap will fall inside the trap by themselves. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I want you to say amen and amen and amen. Our families will not become the victim of the schemes set against us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That scripture says, open my mind and let me discover. What is the point if you discover and you cannot recover? When you discover what you have lost because of the schemes, you have to discover and have the ability to recover. Let me tell you something about blindness. Blindness, blindness makes it impossible for you to discover. And even if you discover, you are not able to recover. You're going to pray, say, Lord, open my eyes. 
open my eyes to see how to recover what I discovered that was stolen and what was lost. Lord, I don't just want to discover. What do I want to do with discover if I cannot recover? Pray, pray. Say, Lord, open my eyes to see how to recover what I discovered that they had stolen, they had spoiled, they had damaged. Help me to, to see how to recover what I discover as you open my mind to discover, help me also to be able to recover what I discover that was stolen and damaged and traumatized and was taken away from me. Help me, oh God, to see how. Open my eyes to see how. Open my mind to see how I can recover what I discover they have spoiled what I discover they have damaged what I see they have adulterated what I see they have stolen Lord help me to see how help me to know how to, dis to recover that which I discover Father let it be so let it be so in the mighty name of Jesus you need to say a violent Amen I want to ask you, what is the point of discovering if you will not recover? You discover that you should be married. You discover you should have money, but you cannot recover. In fact, that discovery will only make you more miserable. Because before you had learned to manage where you are, once you discover that you are supposed to be ten times who you are, if you don't receive the ability on how to recover what you discover, it is going to lead to... The, 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 the latter end of the man will be worse than the beginning. That will not be our portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to show you an example in the Bible. The man of God, the man after God's heart, David... He suffered an experience when he got to Gilgal. They had burned Gilgal. They had taken his two wives and his sons and they had taken everything away and he was miserable and he went to the Lord. He says, ah, Lord, let, may I even discover who they are? They said they, they are Amalekites. And so, what is going to happen? They have come and gone. You don't even know which direction they went. He didn't know how to recover what he discovered. They burnt everything. He discovered it. He discovered they were the Amalekites. He had no idea the direction they went. He started to weep. Everyone started to weep until God showed him how. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, the story starts from, I think, verse 3 or verse 4. But in verse 15, I want to read from the new contemporary version of the Bible. After he discovered that, he didn't know how to recover it. And so he went with his troops. Believing that God will open his mind to know how to recover what he discovered they had stolen. And he found an Egyptian. And David asked this Egyptian, says, can you lead me to the people who took our families? He says, I know what they took. I know who they are, but I don't know where they are. Open my mind to discover how to recover what was taken from me. And this man gave him the location and actually took him there. And that was how the Bible says, and David recovered all. Discovery without recovery is not good enough. David recovered all. It says nothing of David was left behind. I believe um, that's in verse 18 to 20. Give me that. Aha. Uh -huh. 
Give me from the New King James Version. New King James Version from verse 18. This is how it shall end. So David recovered all the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. Go on. And nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, Paul or anything that they had taken from them. David did what? He recovered all. Verse 20. And David took all the herds and so on and said at the end of the day, this is David's Paul. So not only did he recover what was lost, he recovered extra. I want you to go to God in prayer and say, Lord, open my eyes to see how to recover what I discover was stolen from my destiny, stolen from my future, stolen from me financially, the opportunities, uh, the things I should have had, where I should have been, everything lost, everything stolen. Open my eyes, open my mind to see how. Pray about the how. It's just not enough to know that you're not where you're supposed to be. How can I recover? Send me like that Egyptian who took him to where everything they had stolen from his family, everything they are stolen about his family. The man took him there. Praise the Lord. I will not, I will not wander miserably anymore. They open my eyes to see how to recover and I can discover what was stolen from me, what I lost, what I didn't even know was mine. Begin to pray. Uh, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The Bible said David wept and David sought the Lord earnestly and says, Lord, can I catch up with them? Will I recover? Will I recover? Show me how. Show me how. Open my understanding in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because this blindness makes it impossible to recover what you discovered was stolen from you. Open my mind to see how to recover what I discover. Now that I discover that was lost, that was stolen, that was spoiled, that was adulterated, that was mangled. Lord, show me how by opening my mind. And this man took David there and David recovered all. Nothing missing, nothing broken. He came back with extra. I want you to believe God that when this is over, not only will I become everything that God wants me to be, me too, I will come home with spoils. As you help David, come on, somebody pray, open my understanding. Show me how I can recover what we lost as a family, what I lost as a person, what I lost as a minister, what I lost financially, what was stolen from me materially. Show me how I can recover. Open my mind so that I can discover how to recover. So that I can discover how to recover. Open my mind so I can discover how to recover. So that I just don't discover I know how to recover. As you did for David and he recovered all by showing him how he can. Lord do it for me in this present hour, in this present day, in this present transition of my life. Show me how.
and so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your amen sound like thunder and so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. David didn't know the direction to go. He didn't know how. He knew who caused the problem. He knew what they took. He knew what they stole, but he didn't know how to get it. Lift up your hand to the Lord. Say, Lord, open my mind and let me discover how to recover. Open my understanding like David and let me know how, how to recover what I discover they have spoiled, what I discovered they have stolen, what I discovered they have taken away. He said, show me, lead me to the people who took my family. Who took my joy? Who took my destiny? Who took my ministry? Who took my potential to, to be great in life? Show me how to recover it from them. And God did it. And God will do it again for us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I said, blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's see, praying. We're going to pray about being blinded to opportunities. Do you know the, 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 the poorest person is the one that lacks opportunities? Opportunity is what God gives you when he wants to change your life. He gave David an opportunity to meet the Egyptian. So that not only will he recover all, he comes home with spoils. May we not be blinded to our opportunities in Jesus' name. Let me ask you a question. Is, if David did not discover this Egyptian, will the story end like this? It was the opportunity to know where to find them. May the Lord open our eyes that we're no longer blinded to our opportunities in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. A wise man said opportunities will not write opportunity on his forehead. May the Lord open our eyes. Somebody said opportunities will only come in a carpenter's overall. And so much people looking for money will walk past it. May the Lord open our eyes. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. To Ruth, who would believe that opportunity will come in a wrinkled, broken, poor woman that had lost everything that she had, but opportunity, hey, she recognized the opportunity. Oprah was blinded to the opportunity. But Ruth's eyes were open to the opportunities. Put your hand over your eyes and say, Lord, may I no longer be blinded to my opportunities, my life-transforming opportunities, uh, my miracle-producing opportunities, my greatness creation, creating opportunities. May I no longer be blinded to them. Open my eyes, open my mind to recognize, uh, to discover and be able to understand how this opportunity will transform my life so I can invest in it uh, so that I'm not afraid to pursue it. Uh, Lord, help me and help us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What kind of amen is that? <laughs> God is more the God of opportunities than the God of blessings. If your life is going to change, most and generally, God will only give you an opportunity. You see that prayer, I say, Lord, bless me and let me be rich. God will not manufacture money and come and put it in your bedroom. He will give you an opportunity to make stupendous wealth. Who am I prophesying about? You will make it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
But let me show you how this works. I read from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I'm going to read verses 3 to 4 and read from the King James Version of the Bible. I just want to show you how blindness makes a nonsense of opportunity. And this one will shock you. It says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hidden to them who are lost. Why? It says, in whom the God of this world has blinded their what? Their minds. Which believe not. Otherwise, the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, will shine upon them. Which means Christ died for all. The miracle of salvation and being blessed in time and eternity is available to everybody. But some people, because they are blinded to that opportunity, will never partake of it. The only thing the enemy did is to blind them. They will end up in destruction in hell forevermore. That is the power of blindness. The opportunity is before them. They can't see it. Put your hand over your head, your eyes, and say, Lord, may I not be blinded. May the Lord deliver me from Satan, from the one that blinds people from opportunity. If he can blind people from salvation, he can blind people from prosperity. He can blind people from joy. He can blind people from greatness. Lord, deliver me that my eyes be open, my mind be open, that I will not be blinded by to my opportunities. That the handiwork of the enemy in blinding people to their purchase, let it fail concerning my life. Lord, open my own eyes that when my opportunity comes, I will not be blinded. Like some people are blinded from salvation salvation but you open my eyes i thank you lord for opening my eyes to the to salvation now open my eyes to my destiny open my eyes to see the opportunity for my greatness and my breakthrough open my eyes in the name of the lord jesus christ i can hear you praying open my eyes to see my own opportunities you're celebrating people that saw their own. You better pray for yourself. Say, as they saw their own, me too, I will see my own. You have been merciful to me to not to be blinded to the gospel of the Lord. Lord, I will not be blinded to prosperity. I will not be blinded to greatness. I will not be blinded for the possibility of having my own good family as well. Lord, open my mind. Open my eyes in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm. Multimedia, give me Ephesians 1 and verse 18 very quickly. Ephesians 1 and verse 18. It, 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 it says, come on, come on. Ephesians 1 and verse 18. Let's go. It says that the eyes of their understanding be enlightened so that they may know. Just stop there. Until your eyes of understanding are opened, you cannot know. You cannot recognize. You cannot discover. And how can, then can you recover? The NIV Put it in a prayer. Put it in. Uh, give me the NIV. It says, I pray. It's a prayer point. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know. You know what is doing a lot of us? We don't know. If you know where your blessing is, will you still be here? You will have proceeded. 
lift up your hand to the Lord and say, Lord, I pray for myself that the eyes of my understanding may be enlightened in order that me too, I may know where my breakthrough is. I may know where my destiny is. I may know which one is my opportunity and which one is a trap. Which one is a trap? Which one is an opportunity? Which one I should invest in and which one will scatter my finances? Uh, Lord, I pray for myself that the eyes of my own understanding also may be enlightened in order that I may know I'm tired of not knowing. I'm tired of not seeing. I'm tired of not not having any vision. Having no direction. I'm tired. Open my eyes. The eyes of my understanding. Let it be enlightened that me too I may know. I may know that I know that I know that this is the way forward. This is the place of my breakthrough. This is the person I should avoid. This one is an imposter. This one is my husband. This one is a liar. This one is a, is a trap so that I will waste my, all my savings. This one is where I should invest in. I pray for myself. Don't wait for someone to pray for you that I may know by myself. I may know for myself. My eyes will not longer be blinded that I will know for a fact. You better pray. If you have wasted time pursuing the wrong things for a long time, pursuing the wrong person, dating the wrong person, doing all kinds of things, open my eyes. Oh, Paul says, I pray that the eyes of your heart, that really matters, not the eyes in your head. That's why you made the last mistake. You are following your eyes. You are following your senses. That The eyes of your heart may be enlightened that you may know what you need to know. You may know what you should not know. You should not know who you should not move with. You should know who you should be with. You may know where to invest in, where to go. Lord, open our eyes that we may no longer be blinded, no longer be deceived, no longer going on a wild ghost chase. Lord, I don't have time to run around anymore. Make my journey short so that I can hit the target. Make my journey straight so that I can make it. I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know. You better pray for yourself. I pray that my eyes be open. This Israelite's journey of 40 years, it has gone on for too long. I don't have time to do any more uh, ch taking chances. Uh, no, 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 Lord. I don't have time anymore. I don't have money to waste anymore. I pray that you open the eyes of my heart, that they may be enlightened in order that I may know what I need to know. That I may know which one is a scheme and which one will work. I will know which one is a trap and which one is my destiny. Lord, that I may know. I may know which day. Hey, I may know which day is my day so that I don't stay in bed on that day. I may know who I should move with so that I will not be taken away from my opportunity for some waka waka with some people. Lord, that I may know which phone call I should, be, I should pick up and not ignore it. Lord, that I may know what I need to know. I will no longer be blinded to my opportunities in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
The Bible says Israel did not know the day of their visitation, so they went into captivity. Pray, pray, say, Lord, in the day of my visitation, when my opportunity will visit me, when the blessing will descend upon me, when my, my golden opportunity will show up, Lord, open my eyes to know that day. That day I will not be with the wrong person. That day I will not be angry. That day I will not be in the wrong place. Oh God, that day I will be where I'm supposed to be to meet with my destiny. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us continue praying, Lord, open my eyes that I will not be blinded to good ideas. Listen, they are, they are wrong ideas. They are dry ideas. They are colorful ideas. Lord, that I will not be blinded to the good ideas, my, the breakthrough ideas. I will not be blinded to my own divine opportunities for a breakthrough. Lord, I will not be blinded to the ideas that will turn my life around. Open my eyes that I will not be blinded to the traps and the dangers that the enemy and, uh, and, the, uh, 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 and the agents of the wicked one that are setting in, in place for me. I will not be blinded to the shenanigans. I will not be blinded to the dangers. Lord, I will not lose some more time in life. I, uh, I will not be blinded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I will not be blinded so that I will not make another serious mistake. Pray, pray. Say, Lord, open my understanding so that I will not be blinded again to make another serious mistake. Think about the mistakes you have made. Think about how much you have lost. Look at how much you are pained. Look at what you have lost. Say, Lord, I will not be blinded. Open my eyes. I will not be blinded to keep making mistake after mistake. Offending the person I should not offend. And making friends with people that cannot change, do anything for me. I will not be making those mistakes anymore. Lord, open my understanding. Open my eyes. Open my mind. No longer. I can't afford to keep making mistakes. I have to eat, hit the bullseye. I have to get it right this time. I don't have time anymore. I don't have money anymore. I have suffered too much. I've waited too long. Lord, open my mind so that I will not make another mistake. If you've really made some serious mistakes that have costed you, you better cry to the Lord. Lord, open my mind. Open my understanding. And so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't, I didn't hear your amen. I didn't hear your amen. We will not be blinded to keep making mistake after mistake after mistake. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who has made a serious mistake here before? Did you pay for it or not? Terribly. I prayed with the vengeance. I want to hear an amen from the vengeance of the pain and the losses you have suffered. Lord, open our understanding that we will not be making mistakes anymore in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Open our eyes and our mind that we will see our good ideas and not be following colorful ideas anymore in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Open our eyes to the God-given opportunities so that the shakabula kind of opportunities that have made us broke, we will not be victims to them anymore in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Open our minds to see the traps and the dangers ahead so that we will not shipwreck our destiny anymore in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Say amen and amen and amen. There are families here that have made serious mistakes. And their children are suffering their mistakes. And their grandchildren are going to inherit the mistakes. It's about time we stop making mistakes. And get it right. And set our generations on the right path. So shall it be in Jesus mighty name. Let me, we're going to pray about God opening our understanding so that we gain the power of comprehension. Someone say the power of comprehension. Let me show you how it works. In John chapter 1 and verse 5, the Bible says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. But that doesn't make a lot of difference to you. It just sounds like grammar. Okay. Give me the message Bible. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. The meaning of comprehend is here. It says, the life light blazed out of the darkness and the darkness could, couldn't put it when you have comprehension, the devil can't put out your anointing, can't put out your, your, your plans. Give me the New Living Translation we're going to pray now. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. That is what comprehension is. The power of comprehension is unstoppable. You can deal with what has dealt with you until you can comprehend what is dealing with you. I'm going to say it again. You can't deal with what is dealing with you until you can comprehend what dealt with you. The light is afraid, the darkness is afraid of the light because it cannot comprehend it. The day it can comprehend it, power will change hand. Whatever has flawed you, may God open our understanding so that we can comprehend it and go back and deal with it. Whatever dealt with our parents, we will not deal with us, we will deal with it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What is dealing with Nigeria? If we don't comprehend it, it will keep dealing with it until our second and third generations. The power of comprehension. You can't deal with what has dealt with you until you can comprehend it. Instead, that thing will keep dealing with you. In Luke 24 and verse 44, the Bible says Jesus opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. For them to break through in that ministry, they had to comprehend the scriptures. There's difference between I know something and I comprehend it. You know what comprehend means? Any which way. Namibioga. Turn it like this, turn it like that, turn it like that, turn it like Namibioga. Understand this, if it's arranged like this, I understand it, but any which way you turn it, when you have comprehension, may God make us the head and not the tail. Comprehension puts you on top and not beneath. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to lift up your right hand to the Lord and say, Lord, open my mind so that I gain comprehension. The Bible says he opened their understanding and so that they could comprehend the scripture. That's why 
Peter can preach like that. That's why Paul can do things like that. Lord, in this life, open my mind. Open my understanding that I comprehend the critical things that has showed me Pepe. The things that I cannot fight before. The things that flood me. The things that really matter in life. I can't hear you pray. Lord, open my understanding so that I can gain comprehension of money. I can get comprehension of business. I can get the comprehension of the love life, of family life, of ministry. You better pray for yourself. The Bible says, the Lord opened their understanding that they might now at last comprehend the scriptures. Lord, open my understanding that I gain the comprehension of the workings of life, of the workings of business, of the workings of money, of the workings of, of politics, of the workings of governance. Open my mind that I gain the comprehension that I lack. So that what dealt with me, I'll go back and deal with it. Oh, Ah, what dealt with your family? If you don't get comprehension, we'll deal with you and deal with your children. You better open the valves of your voice box and cry to God. Say, open my understanding so that I gain comprehension. Which means any which way I reign. Which means I now become the boss. Which means I'm now on top and no longer beneath. I started somewhere but I won't be there anymore. I'll be in charge and not be underneath the situation. Give me comprehension of ministry. Give me the comprehension of how men think so that I can gain uh, what I need to gain. So that I can be where I need to be. So I can get to where I need to get to. Give me the power of comprehension by opening my mind. Pray now. I'm opening my understanding so that I gain comprehension. The power of comprehension is the one that puts you on top so that you're not underneath. That puts you in charge so that you're not begging for bread. Give me the power also of comprehension by opening my mind. Opening my understanding. Opening my eyes. I have suffered troubles. Many things have been dealing with me. I need to escape from there so that I can deal with what has been dealing with you. I can go back and deal with what dealt with my father. I can go back and deal with what dealt with my mother. I can deal with what is dealing with Nigeria. Give me the power of comprehension by opening my eyes, by opening my understanding, by opening my mind in those areas, in those things, in those pursuits, in those things that people are struggling for, in the race to get there. Give me the power of comprehension. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I'm praying for you that God will open your understanding that you gain the power of comprehension in the areas of life that really matter. Say amen and amen. The scripture says, and Jesus opened their understanding that they might comprehend. Luke 24, long, long. Luke started from verse 1. Look at your life. Luke starts from verse 1. It was, I mean, chapter 1 is in chapter 24. Many of us are in chapter what? Are you in a hurry? Are you not in a hurry to have comprehension? 
Do you know when you have comprehension, you're in charge. No longer underneath. The struggle will be over. Give me the living Bible. This one says, you open the understanding that they may comprehend the scripture. Come and see this one. He opened their minds to understand at last. Somebody say at last. What does at last mean? Chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 10, chapter 15, chapter 20. Chapter 21, chapter 25, chapter 26, chapter 30. At last. How many are here to say, if God do it for me, my case is at last because I don't day there. Lift two hands this time. Say, Lord, you know I don't day road sins. I don't do, I don't try. I almost go caught soap self. Now small remain. Lift up your hands to say, Lord, open my mind. Open my understanding. Open my eyes that I may gain comprehension at last. If you don't do it at last, I will carry last. That's the prayer I'm talking about. If you don't do it at last, I will carry last. If you don't want to carry last, begin to pray. Say, Lord, this is the time that I need you. So that I not carry last. You have to do it for me at last. This thing cannot wait any longer. Bible says you open their mind to understand at last. These many scriptures. The same thing he has been telling them. They didn't get it. Lord, it is about time for me to get it on how to make money. To get it how to be happily married. To get it how to raise my children. To get it how to break through. To get it how to run ministry. To get it. Comprehension means you got it at last so that you can get it right. Pray, pray. We say, Lord, help me to get it at last. Open my understanding. Open my eyes. Open my mind that I comprehend it. They are laughing at me because I have not got it yet. They are laughing and they are ahead of me because I don't comprehend it yet. Lord, if you give me what I'm asking for to open my eyes so that I get it. Open my mind so that I gain comprehension. Yes, at last. But that means I will not be last. That means I can now, I will now have discovered so that I can recover all that they stole, all that I need, all that I want, all that eluded me. Lord, show me how. Open my understanding. Let them say at last, but I made it before the time passed me by. I made it just on time. And like David, I'm going to recover all and I'm going to come back with my spoils because God who helped me to discover, he will help me to recover and he will make sure I get compensation that I call spoils at last in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for helping us. Lord, help. Thank you for helping me. Let me pray for myself. Help. Thank you for helping me. Thank you that I get it at last. Thank you because I get it 
I can get what I want. Thank you. As you grant me comprehension, I become the boss. Oh, my labor sokole, I will give you the praise, Lord. I will give you the adoration. My own at last will be thanksgiving. My own at last will be jubilation. My own at last will be praise. My own at last will be giving the testimonies to the glory of God. Hey, open my own mind as well. At last means that I looked like I was going to lose. I looked like I was not going to make it. But God came through for me. Granted me illumination. Granted me enlightenment of the eyes of my understanding. Got me to the place where I gained comprehension. So that I discover how to do it so that I can recover all that I discovered are possible in my life. Thank you, Father, for my testimony. Maybe an at last testimony, but it's going to be a great testimony. Lord, I give you praise. Lord, I give you adoration. Lord, I celebrate you. Glory and honor and praise be unto the God who opens my eyes, who opens my understanding, who grants me illumination and enlightenment that I needed so much. I give you praise. I give you adoration. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Before we go, there's a prayer of desperation. Psalm 13 and verse 3. Psalm 13 and verse 3, the King, New King James Version of the Bible, it says, Consider, I beg you now, consider and hear me. Should God hear our prayer or not? What can I, what can I answer? Consider and hear me, Lord. Amen. Consider and hear me, O Lord. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Let me tell you something about sleep. When you are discouraged, what kind of sleep do you sleep? When you are tired and worn out and you've heard the gossip, how people have laughed at you, don't you go and sleep on kind of sleep? That is the kind of sleep of death. Sometimes you say, even if I sleep, I don't wake up again. It doesn't matter. Consider what I have been through. Consider, oh Lord, what I am going through and hear me. Whose prayer is that? Lift up your hand to God. Say, me. Consider. You know what others don't know. Consider and hear me, oh Lord. My God. Enlighten my eyes. Hey. Open my mind. Ah. Open my understanding so that I gain comprehension. Lest or otherwise I will sleep the sleep of death. Father, if you are desperate, this is the time. Go on your knees, shout, whatever you want to say, Lord, consider. Don't just know, Lord, consider how I feel. Consider how tough. Consider how hard I am trying. Consider what I am going through. Consider what I'm covering that some people don't even know. Consider what I have missed and I long for. And hear my prayer, O oh Lord my God. 
then enlighten my eyes. Then open my understanding. Then open my mind. Ah, so that I can recover what I have discovered is wrong. Otherwise, otherwise, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Psalm 18 verse 28 says, For you, O God, will light my lamp. The Lord God will enlighten my darkness. For you, O God, will light my lamp. The Lord God will enlighten my darkness. Darkness talks about a place of struggle, a place of pain, a place of failure, a place of shame. You will light my lamp. The Lord will enlighten. Blindness is darkness. You will enlighten my darkness. You will enlighten my blindness. The living Bible says, you have turned on my light. The Lord my God has made my darkness turn to light. Now, there's a difference. Now, in your strength, I can scale any wall, attack any troop, and recover everything I discover is mine and everything I discover I lost or was stolen. Now, as you turn my light into darkness, as you enlighten my darkness, in your strength, I can now scale any wall. I can attack any troop like David, recover all without fail, and come home with my compensation. Father, this will be my portion. This is according to your word. Let it be settled this warfare Wednesday prayer that God has opened my understanding to see what he's showing me and what is possible and what is his mind and helping me know how to recover all that was lost. Thank you, Father Lord. To you alone be glory. We bless your holy name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You may rise to your seat. Thank you, Lord. Leave that scripture on. Leave that scripture on. It says, you have turned on my light. I don't walk in darkness anymore. The Lord my God has made my darkness and my blindness turn to light. Now, now, not like before. Now in your strength, I can scale any wall and I can counterattack any troop and recover all like David so will be your portion and my portion blessed be God in Jesus mighty name we have prayed have you been blessed this evening I want you to celebrate God today marks the beginning of better days for all of us without fail in Jesus mighty name we have prayed